On today's Niche to Profit show, we are going to be talking about transitions. And there are a lot of transitions that have to happen in your business, in your life. Some of them you think about a lot. Some of them you don't think about as much. They just kind of come naturally and smoothly. We're going to talk about some of those rough ones today, some of the ones that need to be talked about and thought through, and a whole lot more fun stuff. So I'm going to go transition over to start the show well, you watch a little opening. Hello and welcome to episode 52 of the Niche to Profit Show here on the Vegas Video Network. Yeah, I'm a little out of breath from that transition. <laughs> that was fun though. I should have done that more often. Hey, on today's show, we are going to talk about transitions and my appsters, that's my members of the Niche to Profit Academy, they already know this. I already kind of let the cat out of the bag. Uh, but this will be the last Niche to Profit show, at least for a while, at least for a while. And that is because my business is going through some transitions, which I'm going to share with you today. We're going to talk about that. And not a, not an easy decision. Very, very tough. And I have... Uh, brought back Miss Don Ralston, who was here for the very first episode of the Niche to Profit show. So I thought it only appropriate that you here are for the the last episode. I get to be bookends. I like it. It works. It's very organized. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I am your host, Danny Ackerman, and I am known as the Danny app. That is because of my nearly two decades of not just selling online, but helping others with struggling, slow, struggling with slow sales and frustrations of selling online. And really, I'll tell you, we're making a transition because I'm going to be helping more of you build not just six-figure businesses, but seven-figure businesses. How exciting is that? Uh, so that is part of the transition we're making. And on today's show, we're still going to do, we're going to do our, our Why Won't They Buy segment. We are going to do some hot sales. And yes, we're going to finish up our Pick It or Pass It. Uh, we will be doing that and talking about some other fun stuff. Cool. So, so welcome back, Dawn. Thanks for having me back. I'm so happy you are here. I am happy to be here. Because yeah. I also know you've gone through some transitions. Absolutely. In your life. Yeah. So I thought the topic was very appropriate to talk to with you, too. I can't imagine anybody out there who hasn't faced transitions or isn't facing them now. Correct. And if you're not, that's fine. But you're going to face something in the future. So it's better to be prepared with how to handle them. Every time eBay makes a change, Transition. Transition. Every time the post office changes rates and ways of shipping. Transition. transition. <laughs> we go through them. And that's kind of what I was talking about is like some of them we go through and don't really think of them as transitions. Um, and and it's really kind of a mindset thing, too, because I know some of you out there look at these things as pains in the butt. Like, like well, they're they out are. there get you. They are. <laughs> I mean that, you know, this is just uh, another thorn in your side that you got to deal with. And, and I tell you, um, I've been doing a lot of work on that whole attitude shift thing. And I am studying like mega, mega successful sellers. And I'm going, you know what? They're not out there doing that. They are not complaining about postal changes. They are not complaining about changes eBay makes and glitches. You know what they're doing? They're adapting getting it fixed, getting it to work for them, and moving on. Yeah. Keep it on, keep it on. Yeah. So I am really trying to adopt that mindset and help others adopt that mindset because you every, if it can't be overcome, nobody would be successful. Point. 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 So that's what we're, I mean, the appsters, you appsters, we're going to be figuring this stuff out together over there and figuring out how to get through the speed bumps. It doesn't mean we can't talk about them. I mean, I'm not saying everything has to be through rose-colored glasses, because that's not me. Ask my husband. <laughs> it's not me. I do talk things out, but you have to talk them out with the purpose of solving the problem. So let's, uh, let's talk about a few types of transitions. And I know 
some of the ones that online sellers go through the most are um, as simple as how do you start an eBay business while you're still working full time? How do you make a transition there? How do you find you have to figure out where you're going to find the time, how many hours you're willing to put into the business that are not already occupied by maybe your leisure time. Uh, You have to have a plan for how you're going to manage it if, heaven forbid, you get sick or you have to work overtime. You've got to have more contingency plans in place if you're doing it in addition to a full-time job. So you have to, and you have to have a break between your quote-unquote corporate or day job and moving into your eBay job. You need to make that mental transition as well. Yeah, and, and and I will say, that if you really want to build this to it to replace a full-time business, you're going to be working hard and you're going to be letting go with some of that leisure time. Exactly. And you're not even going, if your goal is to build your eBay business up to where it's making as much money as you're making in your day job, chances are you're not going to be able to do that. You're going to be able to get it maybe close or maybe half of it. And knowing you can do that with, say, 10 hours a week, what could you do with another 40? imagine you could break through that barrier. So it's knowing when to make the transition that's important. Right. And then there's transitioning from selling part-time to full-time. That's another whole, you've been very focused. You have your, you maybe you work all day Saturday on your business. You have Sunday off and you work Monday through Friday and all you do is ship during the week or however you work it. Now suddenly you have an entire week of free time time that you have to manage, time you have to balance between work and family and leisure. And as Lisa just mentioned over in the live chat is that um, one of our, our poster child of this is Matt Pinkish. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And and Matt's not here watching the show live. That's why he's, he's oh, Matt, you were supposed to be at the movies. <laughs> I thought that was yesterday. Was no, he said today? he was going to the movies today, but he, he could not stay away from the show. Maybe he's getting a later show because he sent this really nice post about how he was going to the movies with his family midday on a Thursday. And it was so exciting. I saw that. Yeah. And I was like, gay Matt, that's something you haven't been able to do in the past. Yeah. Now he's still holding on to um, two, I think two days of his real job (laughs) well and sometimes it's that's part of the transition is not fully letting go until you feel more confident i think matt should be feeling confident now matt i'm thinking so too well he has to get through his slow season yeah christmas i always laugh at that (laughs) a little inside story if you don't know the story behind matt and 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 my uh, uh working together um when i first met Matt and talked to him. Um, he was selling a little bit of everything plush and he felt like he had to do that to get through his slow season. He had to put filler in there. And I said, no, get rid of that stuff. You sell parts of, you know, snow blowers and chainsaws and yes. Uh, and all that stuff. I said, do more of that. And he resisted. I'm not, he is not just like, you know, rolled over and done everything I said. No, he's like pushed back and but um, you can ask him now that now that he's completely in his niche and and he's marketing and and doing that stuff, um, his slow season now is what his busy season used to be, <laughs> uh, which I just absolutely love. That's how it should go. And he says um, those two days at work are going to be coming to a an end soon. Yeah. Let go of that security blanket. Yeah. I like that, Matt. How cool will that be, too? I, I mean, gosh, this is so fun because he's going to let go of those two security days and just blow his business out of the water even and more. He just posted his first uh, a five-figure month Hallelujah. in sales. Wonderful, Matt. And, and he sells a lot of low-priced items. And if you truly have a slow season, it sounds like your slow season is not so bad anymore, Matt. But if you know that, you start putting a little bit of money aside every month during your busy season to help compensate for that. And you take that extra time you're not shipping mm-hmm. and you just list all those things you didn't have time to list when you were busy. I tell you, over the last, oh gosh, it's been about nine months, I'd say. Um, I've been working with Justin Crane, who was on the show um, a couple months back. 
and he is my money ninja is what I call him and really working on not just working on the numbers. I mean, I'm not I'm not brain dead when it comes to numbers. I've known to watch the numbers in my business, but really forming strategy around those numbers and I'm doing things differently. I'm tracking things differently. And you know what else I'm doing differently? What are you doing differently? I am paying myself first. How many of you out there are paying yourself first? Seriously, taking a percentage off the top of your gross profits and putting it in your bank. Not many, I'll bet. I, not many, not many. I wasn't. I wasn't. I was putting every single penny back into my business. And and that's very stressful. Well, sure it is, because then it doesn't feel like you're making any money. There's no benefit to you. you the money that comes in goes to pay other bills. And you don't have the ability to make big transitions either. <laughs> Um, bringing it back to the topic, but, um, but so, yeah, so this is for me personally, this has been a huge year of growth, just, just huge. And I'm, I'm really excited and confident going forward. Um, because I'm actually transitioning into just my absolute, I don't know if it's a lifelong dream, but it's been a dream of mine for about the past 10 years is to open my own brick and mortar store. I love, I love retail. Love actual retail, talking to customers. But you're doing it the Danny way with a big twist. Well, I am doing it with a big twist. So um, so you guys are going to see a transition happening publicly that has taken months to come to fruition. And a lot of pieces had to be put into place and a lot of planning and a lot of analyzing and, and, and building this idea up. Um, but... There we have it. The Time Machine Shopping Experience uh, will be opening this summer in Las Vegas. Um, and we've got a website up now that you can go check out, timemachineshoppingexperience.com. We are taking applications for dealers. It's an antique mall with a twist. Of course. We are bringing it into the 21st century with technology we are going to have, uh, my, you know, my hubby, he is a programmer extraordinaire, and uh, we're bringing in his talents. We are, are writing some uh, very cool, easy-to-use software so that dealers no longer have to write out their little price tags, you know, like piece by piece. No, no, no. We're going to have an online form, type in what it is, you know, give it a SKU or we'll generate a SKU and put the price in, and you're going to be able to print out your little price tag labels to stick on things. So that puts it in our database. So customers are going to come in to shop and they are going to actually be able to walk up to a time machine, which is basically a search kiosk. And they're going to be able to say, oh, do you have any of these 1950s widgets? Do you have any mid-century furniture? Do you have any? Do you have any? Do you have any? So twofold is going to happen there. One, the customer is going to be able to see if we have what they're looking for in the store. Secondly, we're going to be able to gather data on what people are looking for in the store that we can then share with our dealers. And the other cool piece, everything is going to be listed on eBay as well. And we're going to have a full fulfillment services in the back. So if dealers aren't already eBay sellers... And they don't want to have anything to do with that. We'll do that, all that for them. It'll go on ours. We're going to be able to manage it on their account if they're already an eBay seller and just want it managed that way. And it will be real time. If it sells in the store, it'll come off eBay. If it sells on eBay, it'll come out of the store and be fulfilled in the back. Sounds like a lot of moving pieces. Yeah, but it's all coming together. And it's it's just it's very, oh. I'm waiting. To, I'm very excited to see it happen. Yeah, it is. It is. I can't wait. I can't wait. I want the doors open now. But, you know, you got to paint. You got to remodel. And you got to, you know. You wanted the doors open three two. months ago. I Let's did. Because uh... <laughs> you know me. I know you. Once I get the idea in my head is like, mm, forward, march. All right. Um, I don't know why, but I cannot see to save my life today. Maybe I'll adjust that a little bit. Um, yeah, Matt says he's going to love watching the store born and grow. Yeah, we're going to become a Vegas attraction. I'm telling you, you what, in this, and this is where the appsters, this is like, if you're not an appster, you've been holding back. I, a little secret too. I was supposed to raise the price as of Monday or Tuesday. Tuesday. When was it? Tuesday at midnight? No, no, no. We didn't, we've been working on this website, so I didn't get that done yet. So uh, if you're watching this live, 
and you were thinking about it but thought the price went up, no, you can still sneak in at the $9.99 a month and use the code SHOW30 for your free month still too. It's like saying, um, we're going to fix that tomorrow. So <laughs> I wouldn't wait much past then. Uh, but the appsters are going to get to see this whole thing transpire and the marketing involved and all of those advanced pieces. That's what I'm going to be sharing in real time. We're going to be doing a lot of just, you have to, and here's a transition that is happening for, uh, especially eBay sellers who have been doing this for a long time. Things are changing. Like it or not, e-commerce is changing. And if you don't adapt and transition into what it's becoming, you're you're going to be out on Facebook complaining about slow sales. It, it just is what it is. Uh, it is no longer just a, a list it, forget it, and you know, let eBay run the show. Right. I was facing that last month when I was transitioning my store from an anchor store to a premium store. And I was taking down a lot of old inventory and it was just, it hurt my heart to see it take that inventory down and to see all the hard work that I put into it basically end up in the donation pile. Yeah. But my sales picked up. Uh, I started selling some other things that uh, maybe people had been watching things that got taken down and all of a sudden very similar things started selling. Isn't that funny how that happens? It was very odd to me, yeah. especially as, you know, every time I looked at my bare shelves or I looked at the numbers crawling down on my store, it was like, oh, it, it, it truly hurt my heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's because, I mean, and I bet... I bet guys don't get quite as emotional over this stuff Maybe not. where they let it go. Um, but as women, I think we tend to, you know, go, oh, but, and we like the stuff we buy too. So we're kind of like, oh, I can't believe that didn't sell. Take it personally. And One of the things I took down was I took down about a dozen trinket boxes. Now, I just heard that these beautiful trinket boxes hadn't sold in quite some time, uh, but I took them down. And then I started thinking, well, you know, I had over 300. So I sold 288. I'll buy those from you. I'm selling trinket boxes like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so I I think I'm just, I actually have a plan for them, what I'm going to do with okay. those. So, but, and I have some new ones to list. There you go. So I might just trickle them back, a couple of them back in. Yeah. And, and you know, and you know, I've been doing a lot of liquidating of inventory too. I mean, I'm having to raise a considerable amount of money to get this new business open. So I mean, I am I am being ruthless going through my inventory, and 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 this is one of the numbers I tracked that was really. And I'm gonna. This is the first number I would tell you guys to start tracking. Those of you who have a lot of listed and unlisted inventory that's old, look how much money you got tied up in that. Oh yeah. Even when you buy it for a dollar and two dollars, twenty five thousand dollars worth of inventory is what I found. Oh, I have six thousand. That's All not so bad. Listed and unlisted. Oh, that's. Uh, the cost to you. The co- yeah, my yeah, cost yeah. to me. Yeah. Yeah. 25000 That When I saw that, That's it was like, oh, I could sure use that $25,000 right now. Yeah, and, and you probably spent it 50 here, 20 here, 40 oh, yeah. there, maybe yeah. a couple hundred. That's over an accumulation of, of several years. Yeah. yeah. It's so. a number that's scary when you look at it. Mm-hmm. Every month when I do my monthly bookkeeping and track my inventory numbers, I look at that number and go, oh, that's still way too big. Yeah, so I mean, I would tell you guys that that yeah, my husband's going twenty five thousand. <laughs> yes, honey. Although it's not as much now because I have been on this, you know, sell, purge, liquidate, uh, binge, and I've been doing a lot of shipping. Um, but it still hurts, you know, to run those auctions and know you could have gotten, you know, X amount. But you know what, my sales. Are better than ever now that I've been doing that because not only do those auctions get that stuff sold, it they, drives traffic. Yes, and then you sell all kinds of other stuff. So, in one respect, the transition to purge and move inventory on is hard and difficult. But look what it's—you're getting good positive results, and it's giving you a different transition. Yeah. And that's, you know, really looking at your business from a numbers perspective, because that's what business is. I mean, if if you're in business to make money, then you're a business. If you're not worried about the money, then you're a hobby. So I'm talking to business owners. 
I want you guys to be business owners and business minded. And it really comes down to those numbers on what you spend money on in your business. What's turning you an ROI. I see a lot of talking out there about spending money, boosting posts and Facebook ads. And that concerns me. We're going to be talking about that. You appsters. I've seen some of you doing that. Um, That really needs to be done purposefully. Is that a word? Yes. Purposefully. Purposefully. It doesn't sound right. Fully. We'll go with it. Yeah. (laughs) You have to have a plan. You have to know what your goal is, what your call to action, all of that stuff. It's got to be really well thought out or you're just, you're just throwing money away. Cause I see you guys going, oh, well, I did a a Facebook ad or I boosted a post and I didn't get any sales. Well, then we have to look at why, what, you know, what, what was, was your, going on what there? was your offer? You know, what, what were you expecting? Was your goal clicks? There's so much marketing strategy that's. Yeah. I mean, the good news is this business is alive and well. The e-commerce business is amazing. And you guys know, I do sell on Amazon. Amazon's only about a thousand bucks a month of stuff for me. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like Amazon. I don't either. Yeah. And it probably, I will honestly, when I get this business open, I'm pulling all my stuff out of Amazon and not worrying about it. Well, you're going to have too many irons in the fire if you leave too much of it open. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, it doesn't appeal to me. I don't, I hate giving them as much money as I give them when, and, and you guys know eBay gives you your percentages now and my percentage and fees and um, cost is about 12%. I'm good with that. I can live with that. I can't live with like 30 or 40% like that Amazon takes. Crazy. Crazy, crazy. So, um, ooh, our chat is very, very busy today. Very busy. Look at you guys all winging in. Um, Barb, Barb in Wisconsin's here. Love seeing new faces. Look what Bob found. He's in there. Um, let's see. He's saying, why would I purge? The money outflow happened a long time ago. I just dropped the price and keep it listed does not compute. Let's talk about that just a minute, even though it's not really in the in the transition thing. But okay, let's talk about transitioning old product because it still is money tied up. Because if you liquidate and move it out, you can take that money and put it into something else that's going to sell faster and, and and for hopefully for more money. Snowball, snowball, snowball effect. So so that's why. Um, and I just, I mean, hey, that. Mug that from 1982 that didn't sell is still not on the shelf at Macy's. They didn't leave it up just because they already bought it. Good point. That's they're, they're we're buying that. Like we're buying stores liquidation to sell again, and which is great. It's a great business model, but it's got to sell again. So we tend to have more time to deal with it and do it. But but do we really? Because I'm telling you, this I'm loving getting something and selling it within a week loving it and it's like okay i want to do more of that Mm -hmm. figure that out more um and that's why we also we came up with that piece for the time machine it's knowing what people were coming in and looking for and giving that information to really help your source yes and we're going to turn stuff we're going to oh i didn't even mention we're going to do auctions we're going to have four times a year we're going to do auctions so the dealers can put their stuff in auctions liquidate we're going to do flea markets monthly flea markets that's a form of liquidation. It's where you're putting stuff on sale. We're going to turn, turn, turn stuff so people can make money. You don't want to go into a store that always has the same stuff. No. You want to see new things. You want to wander around and poke those aisles and see what catches your attention. Yep. And we were talking about that very thing on the uh, Niche to Profit Academy webinar this week. We ha- we, ha- we do that every month. We have a, a new topic and um, niche came up. Niche always comes up because it's just seems to be a, a really tough concept. And I and I was telling the appsters, it's like, you know, think of a store that you love to walk into because you know you're just gonna get caught up in looking at stuff. Container store. Oh, that's right for you. That's totally it. That's like I just want everything. I just want to take the whole store home. You you go in there for like one storage bin and you come out with I go in there for one little tchotchke thing and I come out with a whole, I might have to make two trips to fill my car. Exactly. Because there's just, oh, there's this and oh, this would be great to do that. And I could store uh, pillows in this and I could do linens here. And it just, they just have such great ideas, but it's so niched. And you can do that with your eBay store. Yes. Ah. Yes. Yes. And that's the image I'm really trying to push you guys into getting around is that, 
that did you see the did you see the emotion she just showed in talking about that store? I love the container store. I truly have to stay away from it. Is it the cheapest place to go get what you want? No. 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 But you can get cheap little things. You can you spend a dollar on this and two dollars on yes. that. And pretty soon it's a hundred dollars worth in your basket. Because yeah. I've done that. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly it. So that's what we're trying to build online. Because ninety well, I'll even be conservative. 90% of sellers are not doing that. So if you do that, you are going to stand out. No matter how fierce the competition gets, you're going to be able to stand out. You're going to be able to build that following that comes back over and over and over again. Look at Matt. Look at Matt. I, he, he made a very, he, he set a goal. He's, he's met all his goals thus far. So I, I pushed him to make a new goal. And he says um, his new goal is to, to have a six-figure year. And I'm like, Phew. He's going to blow that out of That's, the water. Yeah. I'm like, I'm I'm predicting you go well, well over the 100,000 mark this year, Matt. I'm just going to say it because I'm watching what you're doing. You don't mess around. Gets into his niche. It's a beautiful thing. So you can watch. And Matt's an appster, by the way. You can come in there and ask him questions how he's doing all this stuff. So, so. So, so what else is, you know, um, sometimes it is just. It is just giving up something. Maybe I'm fully for this. If eBay is causing you so much stress and consternation, it may be time to transition out of eBay. It just is. I'm looking at like a three-year plan to slow my eBay down because we're looking at probably moving in three to five years. Yeah. And our house is half the size that we're going to be moving to. And I'm going to need less stuff. Mm -hmm. So I either need to transition totally out of eBay or at least move into smaller things or things that are going to fit better in the space that I'm going to have for. Or you'll be able to send them to the time machine. Oh, that's true. Yeah. The bigger stuff can go there. Yeah. Because we're going to have, you don't have to have a booth to sell stuff with us. We're going to make it like a fulfillment. It's going to be, it's going to be like a a DBA. (laughs) Danny, fulfilled by Danny. Okay. F- FBD. FBD. There we go. FBD. There you go. <laughs> FBD. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, fulfilled by Danny. Yes, we're gonna we're gonna be doing that stuff. Um, so Carolyn goes. She goes. So Danny, are you going anti Amazon again? I've never been anti Amazon. Amazon is a business model that works for a lot of people and it works really well. I just don't like it. It's too much like I'm working for them. I can go get a job. You know, I I, I just don't like the whole vibe. I love marketing. I mean, that's my thing. A lot of people don't like marketing. I love it. I love ideas. I love figuring out, you know, customer psychology and, and brand messaging and all that stuff. That's, I mean, that's my wheelhouse. It's where I've spent my life. So Amazon is just kind of, you know, give it a price, send it in, you know, get a check. It's all good. And for me, Amazon is shopping. It's going out and sourcing, and it's not the kind of sourcing that I like. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't shop to shop. Yeah, for myself, I don't like shopping exactly. that kind of uh, retail to do the arbitrage. I like antique malls. I like. I'm a treasure hunter. I am too. Yeah. Thrift stores, garage sales. See, that's my that's my thing. So I've always been told figure out what it is in your business that really makes you the money that you're really good at, and figure out how to do that and have other people do all the rest. And that's really what's happening here because what I'm really good at is sourcing. I want to travel the country in my RV and my trailer and go to auctions and places all over the country and bring stuff back to the store and then merchandise it all cute and fun. And yeah, so it's not a job. It's fun. (laughs) Follow your passion. That's it. That's it. And and that's really um, where I'm transitioning the Niche to Profit Academy too. That's, that is who I'm going to help. I'm going to help those people who really want to do that and struggle in some of those areas that I've already figured out. I've already made the mistakes, you guys. I'm going to share it all so you don't have to. That's the beautiful thing. Perfect. All right. So let's transition into another segment of the show with a little commercial break. Do you sell on Amazon, eBay, Etsy, or your own website? Did you know that poorly packaged merchandise is one of the top reasons that sellers receive negative feedback? Your bad review will remain for all to see. 
Hi, we're Mark and Robin Levine from Bubble Fast. Since 1999, we've been providing the best shipping supplies to online sellers just like you. We are large enough to offer more than competitive prices and free shipping with your order. Yet we are small enough to treat you like family and listen to your specific needs. Because we are also online sellers just like you, we understand what you need to be successful. We use all of the supplies we sell in our own business. If we don't like it, we won't sell it. From shipping supply combo packs to small quantity lots not offered by our competitors or our exclusive products like the innovative Scotty Stuffer, our value can't be matched. Don't take our word for it. Read any of our five-star reviews from satisfied customers. Then contact BubbleFast today so we can help you be a more successful online seller. All right, time for a little why won't they buy? I'm watching the chat and you guys are talking about, and I love that Tashama says this, uh, what I like about being an appster is that the concepts Danny teaches can be used for both eBay and Amazon. That's true if you're creating your listings. It's it's true for your marketing. Um, it's basic marketing. I mean, it's marketing um, and how to get those people over to the stuff you have for sale. So thanks for saying that. Um, let's see. All right. We have, this is from Diane Brickle. It's a vintage clear pink glass footed hand blown vase with bubbles. Oops, let me scroll over. <laughs> Art Deco. Where is it? Art Deco. Art Deco style. Okay, there we go. That's uh, so. Um, we already know we got to do a little work on that title, uh, and this was actually recently verified by the people at eBay. I'm not just making this up. That those first five words are your gold. The first five words are are what needs to be so relevant to the person searching for whatever this item is. Um, then if you look, vintage, clear, pink, glass, footed are the first five. Vase isn't in there. Bubbles isn't in there. And and actually, clear pink glass is a little confusing. Now, I get what she was saying because the glass actually does have, and these don't blow up. The images don't blow up. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, there's clear on top, and then there, it's pink. So the first thing I would do is I would change that title to pink glass vase. Because what's somebody going to be looking for? They want a pink glass vase. You put those words as the first three words. If that's all they put in search, you are extremely relevant to them if you start with those items. Uh, and then I'd say open lace bubbles. And I got open lace by looking in her description because she actually describes this as... Da, 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 da. Uh, where is it? Wonderful, Wonderful open, open lace, lace edge along the top. Open lace, I thought... That's selling the sizzle right there. That's some really nice words. So, yeah, that's what I would put for that title there. Uh, price, I would actually increase the price. Uh, what do you think I'd increase that to? What do you guys think I'd increase that to? $59.99? $49.99 maybe? Yeah, I'd probably go right somewhere in there. And then what would I add? Uh, best offer. Yes. Absolutely. Yes, yes. I'd add the best offer in there. How tall is this face? It is 10 inches tall. Wow. So that's going to be quite large to ship. And that's going to take a big bite out of that $29 if it sells for that. Exactly. So you guys need to be really, really careful about offering expedited shipping. Um, because then people will expect, well, not only will people expect expedited shipping, but eBay will expect it to get there in expedited shipping time. And this is something that I have transitioned out of. I was always big on priority, 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 priority. Uh-uh. You know what I ship now? FedEx, Smart Post. I always choose standard shipping for ones that I'm... Like if it's going to be in California close by for me, I can send that expedited for a good rate. Mm. But if it's going to Florida, it's going to be very costly. So I've been selecting standard shipping, which doesn't lock me into FedEx or USPS or UPS. I can choose which one is going to get there in the best time at the best price. I do choose the FedEx Smart Post, but then I give the options of upgrading to either priority or um, overnight. I've actually had people choose overnight like twice in 20 years. Um, but really, then they can see the value of the shipping. Because if they look, the, the the priority is calculated and they go, whoa, 
that's like $15, you know, shipping. It's not what it's costing me. But it in their mind, they're going, ooh, she's uh, supplying. And, and the FedEx name comes with some value. Most people do not have any clue what it costs to ship FedEx Smart Post because it's a negotiated rate. Um, and it's a rate that's really hard to get outside of something like eBay. I'm working on it. Uh, I'm not shipping quite enough on my own yet. We will be. Yep. You're, <laughs> you're going to need your own company, your own yes. account, and you're going to be hitting that hard when you start shipping yeah. out of the time machine. Yeah. But I've had really good luck using that. It doesn't mean I don't end up shipping priority a lot of the time, but I set the expectation with just that FedEx smart post, which takes, you know, like five or six days to cross the country. And then it gets there much faster if I've upgraded. So it's working out really well for me. And yes, I'm even shipping the fragile stuff that way. And is this wood? Is this real wood? Uh, it's probably not. Um, knock on wood. It is getting there and not breaking and customers are happy. So it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Um, so yeah, uh, in 10 inch vase. Mm, yeah, I probably would not choose expedited for that but let's um let's and, talk- and at the price of 29 dollars with free shipping i'd wonder is this really that nice of a piece exactly so you you want that perceived value perceived value yeah so up the price i'm good with 59.49.59 add best offer um the thing is with the pictures though the, i think this is the biggest problem and why this piece isn't selling i can't tell that it's pink the black Background really doesn't do it justice. Is it black or blue? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I would actually, I would do this on a white background. I do my clear glass. I do it on a white background. And then I use some good contrast when I'm editing the photos. And it works just fine. So I, I would do that, but I would get much bigger pictures. You guys need to use really big pictures so they blow up. People now, customers now are used to that zoom feature. So if it doesn't have it, they go, nah, I can't see it close enough to, to really make a decision. Um, so remember that you have it in person and it's beautiful and wonderful in person. You have to be able to convey that. And that zoom feature really helps do that. So uh, that's the stuff that I would change on that one. All right. And one more. This is, this is my mama's. Um, this is a original design sewing basket, hand-painted, woven wood leather hinge handle. Uh, and this has been listed a long time. So I, I do want to say that she's doing much better with her titles for current listings. Uh, but this is actually a really nice piece. So I'd like to see her get it sold. Uh, first thing I would do is change the title, of course. And remember, first five words uh, original design. Is anybody going to be searching original design? Nope. Probably not. And and really, that is, to me, uh, the hand-painted says that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's hand-painted. So that's that's a design, original design. I would call it a wood sewing basket, hand-painted daisies. That's it. That's all I do. I might do add the woven, leave that in there. Yeah, could do that. Um, but really, those first words, wood, sewing, basket, hand-painted, those are those are the five. Those are the important ones. Um, price, what do you think? Again, how big is it? I think it's a pretty good-sized basket. Let's because go down here. She's it got is, expedited shipping on there again. I know. Eight inches by five inches by five inches. So it's not real big, but it's... it's it's probably going to be ten, twelve dollars to ship expedited halfway yeah, across the country or yeah. across the country. So, but so here's the thing. But it's not breakable. It's not breakable, which is good. But here's the thing: perceived value again. I want to convey to somebody that this this is a one of a kind original design, hand painted that has value. So your price represents that. Doesn't mean you won't take less for it, but the price really represents, hey, this is a really nice piece. This is original, one of a kind. Um, I'd go $59.95. Worst case scenario, somebody comes make you a half price offer. Ka-ching! I take half, 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 why can't I talk today? Half price offers all the time. I love half price offers when I've, you know, Accounted for that in the original price. A hundred times my, you know, purchase price. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. Um, so, yeah, 
there we go. Her uh, pictures look good. Her pictures are good. Yep. Um, do we have a picture of the inside of the basket? I think so. The other thing I was thinking that, oh, no, we don't. Might want to open it up, take a picture on the inside. Oh, yep. Oh, there we go. Kind of. Yeah, good enough. Uh, The other thing you could do with this item. So mom's store is very niche now with just needle craft and yarn and craft items. Bundle it. Put some yarn or crafty stuff in there and make it a bundle. Already ready to go. Could do that, too. And uh, Wendy's saying, if you just change title, will items sell? I mean, if you don't change the item ID. Uh, if you're going to make a, a, a change such as changing the title, if it's not just a freshly listed item, I would do a end and relist or end and sell similar. I'm doing a lot of that lately because then that makes it brand fresh. The other thing that does is if anybody between the time you originally listed it and now has saved a search for, in this case, let's say, wood sewing basket, they're going to get an email notification that there's a new listing, which is a really important thing. I have several saved searches that <sighs> taunt me every day with mm-hmm. wanting to go shop <laughs> as I watch stuff that, that's being listed and stuff that I collect. So really important. Uh, if it's worth revising, then it is worth ending worth Ending and selling similar. Thank you. Holy smokers. It's the heat. I'm telling you, we're at triple digits. That's what it's got to be. All right. Uh, I want to let you guys know I'm going to be doing a free, a free, did I mention free, uh, webinar training uh, that is coming up June 23rd at 3 p.m. Pacific time. How to get more traffic, more sales, and more profit. Hey, imagine that. Uh, We're going to go through some of the steps to take and fine tune more than we can do in just, you know, a a 10 minute segment on the show. We're going to spend an hour on that and you guys are going to be able to submit listings and we're going to go through them and we're going to do this work. Uh, You can go to findsellprofit.com. That's findsellprofit.com. Go sign up. It's free. And uh, in a moment, we'll come back and do some hot sales. At Neon Brand, we take care of all your online marketing. We build websites, perform search engine optimization, run social media campaigns, and produce high quality photos and videos. We look at it like we're a one-stop shop for all your online marketing needs. We pride ourselves on quality work. Every website we build gets the utmost attention to detail and uses the latest in code and technology in order to ensure that your site stays relevant for the long term. Social media takes constant monitoring and engagement and we have just the team to handle it for you. A killer video or photo shoot will take your product or service to a whole nother level. Don't believe me? Three words, Dollar Shave Club. Google it. If you're looking to get more customers through the internet, give us a call. We'll set up a free consultation and review your business needs and then decide on a plan that will help you accomplish your online marketing goals. I'm Kenny, this is Neon Brand, and we're here to help you succeed online. Sorry. It's getting going there. Come on. It's Thursday night. It's date night for me and hubby. He loves it. It's my one day a week that I put on makeup. So I said, we better go out and take advantage of it. I got makeup on. Let's go out. (laughs) Yeah, I'm kind of lazy that way. All right. Let's talk about some hot sales. I just have to address a comment in the chat. (sighs) Wendy? (laughs) she knows i'm gonna say that she says i don't like changing the id number a lot of times because i have the number on my stored items okay how's that working for you i'm just saying you have to have a system in place that's going to allow you to transition to things that work better uh if it's working great that way if you're selling everything and it's moving then don't make those changes. But if it's not, if, if you are uh, stifled by your system that's not allowing your business to grow, then you have to make changes. And I just want to say, this is something that I learned, and, and, and maybe this will help you, Wendy. I am an all or nothing kind of girl. I am like, if I can't completely transition and make it perfect and get it all done at once, I don't want to do it. And it was pounded into my head. Start today. Just start today. Just do it differently today. 
from here on what you list, what you do. So Wendy, start today with a new system. Anything you list, don't put that item number on it. Come up with another system to find those items. And eventually, all that old stuff, number one, if you still have the old stuff, is easily recognizable because it's in your old system. And then the new stuff will allow you to grow your business and do better. And and that, I mean, I'm a year into my new inventory system and, and I am amazed at how much data I have now, but I resisted doing it because I couldn't go in. You wanted to do it all. And make it perfect. Well, I think that's what Matt and I talked about when Matt was scrambling to try and find things and get things organized. And I said, Matt, just start today. Don't yep. worry about Catching up all the old stuff, you're going to spend countless hours doing needless work. Because if it's that old, it may not sell. Yeah. And if you really want to do that, do a small number every day. Yep. So they're talking about that. In fact, Matt's talking about it now. He says, start using SKU numbers. Yes. SKU, SKU numbers. Absolutely. Yeah. Assign a number. And mine are shelves. Um, my, my rows of shelf and then which shelf it's on. Letters and numbers. Boom. I can go right to anything. It might be a box number. It might be a like C for the closet. Yep. It's what system will work for you that also allows you to adapt. Matt says that was great advice, Dawn. There you go. Well, I'm glad it's working for you, Matt. All right. Hot sale. Speaking of Matt, <laughs> what a surprise. Matt has another hot sale of the week. That ah, Matt. I'm telling you. All right. Let's see what he says here. Uh, I've been doing work for an insulation company. They blew up a motor on one of their insulation sucking machines. I have no idea what that is, but I'll take your word for it. And that doesn't sound like the technical name of the machine, if you ask <laughs> That's me. what I'm thinking. Um, I swapped out engines for them. The cool part of that is that I got to keep the old one, and I got the parts to that listed yesterday when he posted this on Sunday. So my cost was not a cost. I was paid $120 to swap out the engine. But the old engine is worth a lot more to me than what I was paid to do the work. I got 28 listings out of that motor, all at a way higher than my normal ASP, average selling price. I would have almost done the work for free. Almost. Shh, don't tell them. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> um, so, and here you go. Here's all the sold items so far 60, 30, 550, 90, 60. You big old kachings there, Matt. Nice going. Nice, 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 nice. There you go. I love it. And, and that, when you get a niche like Matt's done, you can start thinking of creative ways. Source product market the product, find new customers, all that stuff, because you're like so focused. And I would imagine they were happy that Matt carted oh. that old engine away. Yes, ex absolutely. The insulation sucking machine. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to have to look. Can I Google that one? Like, Is that going to show up? I'm not sure. I like Matt's red background for his parts. They really pop against that. They do. Yeah. Let me pull that. Yeah. He, he, doesn't, he doesn't take fancy pictures. Looks so, like he's using Flash, that's, too. That's the cool thing about his niche. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't matter. You just need to know it's the right part. All right. Let me pull up the original listing on this. Uh, this is from Jeffrey Clark. Let's see. He is the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Uh, he was on the show a little while back talking. He does a lot of... Come on, eBay. Quit jumping up that stuff. Um, he does a lot of media, vinyl, books, Definitely my favorite sale of the week. Bought these at a garage sale last summer for 20 bucks. Sold this week for $175. Plus shipping. Plus shipping. <laughs> they were vintage screen stories magazines. A lot of 45 issues. That's the way to go on this stuff that like individually would only be worth a couple bucks. Lot it up. Lotted up. Way to go, Jeffrey. That's very nice. And Jeffrey's over in the Niche to Profit Facebook group, as are all of the hot sale contributors. So come on over, uh, join us over there. That is just our our free public uh, Facebook group, Niche to Profit. You just put that in your search and uh, 
Come join us. We talk about all this stuff. I, I run kind of a, a daily themed thread to keep you guys thinking and going. Sometimes we ask a question or run a poll and get information. So um, I actually let everybody complain on Tuesday. I saw that. I don't do that very often, but that, get it out of your system. Come on, lay it on me here. So we did that. All right, we're going to do one more commercial break and come back for Pick It or Pass It. Meet Lucy. Lucy's an eBay seller, and she needs to sell more stuff. But Lucy has a problem. She's frustrated with slow sales and confusing changes eBay keeps making. So Lucy searches online for a solution, how to make more money on eBay. And she discovers the Niche to Profit Academy. Real-time help for struggling eBay sellers. Step-by-step, easy-to-follow solutions. Help when you need it so you can focus on selling more stuff. Problem solved. Now Lucy can list with confidence and make more money. Simply come join at nichetoprofitacademy.com and start increasing your sales and feeling less confused. nichetoprofitacademy.com. Use the code SHOW30 for a free 30-day trial. It's time for uh, Pick It or Pass It. And let me just say, I am working out a way to keep this going in the Facebook group. We're going to play some Pick It or Pass It in the Facebook group because it's fun for me. It's fun for you. Uh, so that watch for that. And I don't know what day it's going to fall on, but because there's no day of the week that starts with P. What do I do? Huh. <laughs> So we're going to we're going to transition this fun game over there. Um, but I have to let you guys know, remember the Wells Fargo horse, the jumbo horse? Mm-hmm. Guess what I got for that? What'd you get for it? A hundred and fifty dollars. Yes. And the beautiful thing is it went to California. <laughs> I was I was stressing a little bit over the shipping of that big old monstrosity, um, but I stuck him in two poly huge poly bags that I have for my plush and then I thought yeah it's going to California you know what I'm sticking it in a big old Amazon box that my dog food comes in so it was it was perfect customer happy as happy it all worked yeah remember I paid $18 for that so that was fun all right so um last week we had this little guy who was a Lefton, a Lefton Robin. And that was my clue was this bird's maker is not on the right. Lefton. Lefton. <laughs> and some people got that. And then I said the bird could belong to the hood. Robin. <laughs> so uh, many of you got that. So let's go ahead and put some names in our little magic covered wagon. Uh, so Susan Berry left an oop. We got the last time still in there. I usually dump that out before the show. <laughs> you didn't warn me. And I didn't look. Susan Berry left in Robin figurine. You passed it. None sold over $8. So she gets a double. We've got Murray Rivers. I think the item is a porcelain Robin figurine by Lefton. And I think you passed it. She gets a double. Carol Hearn, Left and Robin. These go for around $10 on eBay, so not much room for profit. I think you passed it. A Sherry Ann Gray. I have not a clue what type of bird this is, so I'm going to guess small brown porcelain bird figurine and that you passed it. So she says, thank you. Love your show. Here's the thing. She still gets to enter because she said I passed it, even though she didn't uh, know what it was. Bill Stoner, I think it's a Lefton based on your clue, and I think you passed. If it had been foam porcelain, then it would have been worth picking up. Without your clue, I would have thought it was bone. Yep, bone's good. I pick up bone. You probably do, too. That's a really oh, yeah. nice, nice, fine brand. porcelain. Christine Palmer, I believe it is a Lefton China baby bird figurine. It does not appear to have the quality of bone porcelain. I would pass it, but it is 
certainly worth more than $3 that you are paying for it. Online, you might get 15 Not enough. Time. Time is money, my friends. Time is money. Deanna Campbell, this is a Lefton Robin figurine, not particularly valuable. So Danny would have passed. I would have bought it because my daughter's name is Robin and I collect Robin figures. I have a similar one. There you go. I buy stuff that way too. <laughs> Matt Pinkish. I love this. I have to say that you passed. Why? Because it's a figurine of a cute little bird pooping. So I've got to go with pass on the pooping bird. Really, Matt? Really? <laughs> but guess what? You get an entry because <laughs> you knew I passed. Yeah, he has. He, he's the only member that uh, of our chat here that has his own uh, sound effect. You know, he, he's, he's earned it. We use him as an example almost on every show. All right. Let us pick the winner. Drum roll, please. He's looking for his drum roll. There it is. There you go. There's a lot of writing on this one. It's Bill Stoner. Bill Stoner, you are the winner of Pick It or Pass It. You need to uh, select. We either have, and I don't have. I don't have the pro. I didn't bring them in because um, I had to ship the last ones I had. Um, we have a mug. Oh, we have pictures though. We have pictures of the mug. There There's we go. The we have the Niche to Profit Show mug. We have the a Niche to Profit Show canvas tote bag there we go that's marie she's won both and then we also have the 25 point business review uh which has a value of 197 dollars. sure does but uh i should have entered so i could get that there you go uh but you can use the code n2p if you want one of those and get it half price Ooh. i'm just saying yeah you can just go to uh, niche to success.com forward slash business review and we do those. Um, it, it'll soon be a lot easier to find stuff. We just had the site redone, nichetosuccess.com. Uh, the dannyapp.com is going away. And that's a transition I'm making. It's not that it's going away. It's that I'm taking my name out of it because it confuses people. What is the Danny app? Well, I am the Danny app. So, it, you know, unless you know me, uh, and that was a marketing mistake I was making for a very long time. So now it's niche2success.com. I'm still there. I'm still in it. I'm still teaching. I'm still helping you guys. But you don't have to look at my name every day. You can just look at success oh, every goodness. day. <laughs> look at the word success every day. That's what I want you to look at. So there we go. So so we're, we're getting a lot of stuff easier to find on the site and uh, I'm making it a, a, more better. More better. More better. More better. All right, um, so let's wrap it up with, um, again, you guys, if you are not on my list and not following things, you can head over to niche2success.com. Uh, yeah, niche2success.com. <laughs> I was just talking about it, and there I was like almost forgetting. And up in the corner, you're going to see 10 ways eBay is better than Amazon. Uh, and if you download that, free ebook that gets you onto my list. You can unsubscribe at any time. I don't hold you there hostage, but I will send you my weekly newsletter where I, um, the good, the bad, and the utterly, where I let you know what's going on in the world of e-commerce and all that good stuff and any updates to the time machine shopping experience coming soon to Las Vegas. It's very exciting stuff. I want to give a little shout out to Sally Milo of Milo Design. She designed the logo for us. Uh, which we're really, really happy with. We gave her a concept and uh, she dreamt it overnight and came up with it. And we're, we're really happy with that. I love it. It looks very steampunk. It, which I've kind of put it out there to some of the millennials and they like it. They're digging it. It's going to mm -hmm. draw them in. So, And that's the goal is we can't just look at the antiques and collectibles world being the baby boomers and the older generations. They're the ones getting rid of the stuff now. So we, we have to make it appealing to the younger generations. And they and they love it. They love the stuff. They don't care that it's antique or collectible. They care what it looks like. They care what it looks like, what they can do with it, how yeah. they can repurpose it. Yeah. What they, yes, exactly. Oh, I forgot to tell uh, Bill, hey, to claim your prize, uh, you just need to write to me at niche to profit at vegasvideonetwork.com. Let me know which prize you want. I almost forgot that. I'm pretty easy to find, you guys. I am on Facebook. 
I am on Twitter. I am on LinkedIn. I am on uh, Google Plus. I am on YouTube, on my YouTube channel. I post lots of, in fact, you're hearing this. I'm going to start putting some of my um, previous workshops for free out there on YouTube. Be watching for that. Uh, if you're subscribed to my YouTube channel, you're going to get notification of that. All right. So we got a lot of stuff that that's going to be happening over the next several months. So um, follow me. And as you make your transitions, come along for the ride. And with that, thank you, Dawn, for being here. Thanks for having me. And everybody Good talking else. talking to y'all. Go be profitable and make it fun.